Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That is what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. Be it joy and laughter, sorrow and tears, awe and insight, or deepest devotion, as we visit and listen, we are all part of a spiritual voyage called Song of the Soul. Today is part two of our Winter Holiday Songs of 2022. Last week, we shared songs related to things like Hanukkah, the winter solstice, the end of the calendar year, and some on Christmas. This week, we'll have all Christmas-related music, but not all in the saccharine traditional way. We've got six artists joining us today, Chris Haddocks of West Virginia, Richard Paul Thomas in Texas, Spook Handy is over in New Jersey, Leslie Evers and Peter Alsup are in California, and we'll start out with Paul Loomis in Pennsylvania. I hope that these guests and songs inspire you and enrich your holidays. Here's Paul Loomis in Bloomsburg, Pennsylvania. Paul, it's wonderful to see you again, this time for Song of the Soul via Zoom. I get to see you. It's the first time since 2016. Thanks so much, Mark. It's great to be here. I have you here today for Song of the Soul because I'm having people share seasonal songs. And some people, it's Hanukkah or Solstice or the New Year or just winter. And Christmas, of course, for a large percentage of the U.S. population is what's going on right now. What did you want to share? I wanted to share this song I wrote about nine years ago called It Looks Like Christmas is Coming Again. We have a wonderful local theater ensemble called Bloomsburg Theater Ensemble. And in 2013, they were doing, they always do a Christmas show. And oftentimes it's a Christmas carol or it's a Christmas story. But this year they were doing an original one called A Very Special Christmas Special. And they had a couple slots for local musicians. And so just for a couple of these shows, I played a song I wanted to write an original song and I wanted to sort of, I thought about what is it that I would want to say to anybody about the Christmas season? And what I thought about was people sort of scurrying around in a hurry, trying to get everything done and being stressed about presents and being stressed about decorations. It's the only song I've ever written where I'm sort of telling people, I feel like I'm telling people what to do. Right. (laughs) You know, like be with your family, relax, you know, enjoy your loved ones, all that kind of stuff. So I feel a little bit sheepish about that. Right. But it's my attempt to try to put a more relaxed spin on this time of year. To some degree, I think you're in Quaker speak, eldering the community on simplicity. I mean, I assume that's the values it's coming out of. Yeah, certainly. And, you know, I hear those later lines with the sharing a light that you keep inside. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's that's pretty Quakery, isn't it? (laughs) Yes. How does your family celebrate Christmas or this time of year at all? Very low key. My wife works on a Christmas tree farm. And so we always get a tree from them. We actually get to walk out to the field and saw it down by hand. And so we do have a tree, but we are really dialed back on presents and things like that. So for us, my kids are both, they are 20 and 16 now. And my daughter's off in college. My younger daughter has been in Costa Rica this year at Monteverde Friends School. And so just having them home is pretty much all that, I mean, all that we really need to make it special. 
one thing that people don't know who are not talking to you, haven't met you, you're in your early 50s mm -hmm. and I'm in my late 60s. So there's a significant difference between us. This song, I would say, has a very definite imprint of Bob Dylan. And your beard is straight out of the late 60s, which I don't expect of a person who does running as an avocation. Doesn't the beard make it hard? Well, there's more to this beard than you even see. They're like these beard braids, right? But what's interesting in, well, in marathoning, yeah, marathon runners are much more, you see them and right, and they're sort of like all about being aerodynamic and the like. But when you see trail runners, trail runners look much more like mountain men or like, like Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> so th there is sort of a definite look among trail runners and this i don't see anybody else with the beard braids but like big beards seems to be a thing uh i just want to thank you for being here for writing the song and i think gently eldering the community to make a conscious decision about what we do with the year thanks so much mark it's been a delight to talk to you and here we are with paul loomis the song it looks like christmas is coming again It looks like Christmas, it's coming again It seems to come every year There'll be eggnogs and stockings and carrying on And like it or not, there'll be cheer Good cheer, oh like it or not, there'll be cheer The Joneses next door, they've got thousands of lights Inflatable snow people too Before you go trying to keep up with them Remember they're trying to keep up with you They're trying to keep up with you And many are those who have moved far from home It makes this a sad, lonely time If you're lucky enough to live close to your loved ones Treat them like treasures so divine So fine, or treat them like gold or fine wine And you may have children who want certain things I understand, so do mine But underneath that what they want is your love Your attention and love and your time Sweet time, so give them the gift of your time This time of the year it can be dark and cold 
It's tempting to stay home and hide But it's warmer and lighter if you let it show The light that you carry inside Inside the light that you hold deep inside And so it's Christmas and it's coming again Just like it does every year We wish you the light and the warmth and the love And a fa-la-la load of good cheer Good cheer, a fa-la-la load of good cheer continue on a rather unorthodox Christmas music celebration for Song of the Soul, leaving Paul Loomis and It Looks Like Christmas is Coming Again, and visit with one of my all-time favorite musicians, Peter Alsop. Peter pretty much hits all of the winter holidays in his Christmas Holidays album, and it's sure to delight and intrigue you. We'll now zoom over to California, listen to a portion of my interview with Peter Alsop. Peter, it's great to have you back. Wonderful to see you again. You too, Mark. Thanks for having me. And as you know, this Song of the Soul special edition is about seasonal songs, uh, Christmas, and you've got a whole collection of them on your Christmas Holidays album. The one I like the best is the one called When Jesus Was a Kid, so I've asked you to share about that. It's been so important that maybe 20 years ago or something, I had the VHS version of it. I would insist that on Christmas Eve, my family sit down and watch it. Just... (laughs) Where did the song When Jesus Was a Kid come from? I think I was listening to a Christian radio station driving to San Diego to a gig. And there's a whole bunch of people on there saying stuff. I don't even know if it was around Christmas. It might have been, but there was a Christian station. And they were saying stuff that I majored in religion, philosophy of religions. It was in college. It was Trinity College, but it was not a religious college. I guess it was originally Episcopalian. And I was hearing things. I'm going, wow. And it was right around the time when we were doing a lot of stuff around child abuse prevention, where you're supposed to teach your kids to just say no. And I was thinking, wow, if Jesus would hear, hello, guys, I was talking to the people on the radio. <laughs> Couldn't hear me, of course. And if Jesus heard any of this stuff, he would just say no when he was a kid, you know. And I thought, hmm, maybe I should have something about when Jesus was a kid. And so, of course, with my usual tip of the hat to as many comical things that I can say so people will smile at this. You know, and, and people didn't know whether they're supposed to be laughing at some of the lines and stuff. So watch for them. They will pop up in the song. <laughs> but that's why, just to get people to consider stuff and with the craziness of Christmas and all the crass commercialism and stuff that people are buying things. And my podcast, Peter Alsop Songs to Chew, I've taken individual songs and I talk about them on the podcast. They're, it's free podcast. Anybody can get it anywhere. Just wherever you get podcasts, look up Peter Alsop Songs to Chew. Episode number 108 is When Jesus Was a Kid, and I talk about it. And the one after it is a song that I didn't put on this kid's help, because there's all sorts of stuff on Christmas holidays. There's one's called The Gift, where a little kid says, all I want from Santa this year, Mom, is for you to quit smoking. You know, and that's something that you can hear people in the audience going, you know, who gave the kid this CD? You know, I don't want him talking to that like that. <laughs> 
And this one we should mention, they're not going to be hearing your voice because it's Willow's voice. Willow's the one singing this version. So you're using a kid, your daughter. How old is Willow now? Willow is now 40 and she has three kids of her own. And I just figured, you know, when you have children, I tried using them for rodent control around the house, but they didn't go for that much. They're vegetarians. <laughs> so I figured I might as well use them, put them on the albums. So both Megan and Willow and their friends sang on all my albums. I just take everybody out and buy them pizza. And it was wonderful. Do you celebrate Christmas? Yes. For me, it's a personal answer. It's an opportunity to get together with family, to put aside all the other things that take up my field of vision during a regular work week and a work year and try to show up and be there, share the load of making the food and eating together and asking questions to find out about what others going on in other people's lives, which nurtures me also in being able to listen to that. Well, When Jesus Was a Kid is a great song. And folks, you're listening to an abbreviated version of my interview with Peter Alsop because we're getting in a number of other artists sharing their Christmas music or their seasonal music as well. So on NorthernSpiritRadio.org, you'll hear the full uncut interview with Peter. But right now we're going to tune in and listen to When Jesus Was a Kid. I've got a link to the video of Willow performing the song. Who's that boy that's sitting with her? That's my nephew, Marshall, who asked the question is, who's Jesus? Was he related to Santa? And she goes, oh, my God. And she sings a song to explain who Jesus probably was as a kid. <laughs> well, you'll find that link on org, And remember to go to peteralsop.com. That link's on our site as well. Hear all of his other music. There's a lot out there. And remember, he's got his podcast as well that you can tune into. All those links are on NerdSpiritRadio.org, and here's going to be When Jesus Was a Kid. Thanks so much, Peter. My pleasure. Happy holidays. You bet. When Jesus Was a Kid. It's Christmas time again, and the mall is really weird. Everyone gets stressed out Christmas shopping every year. I have to stop and wonder... Looking at my Christmas list When Jesus was a kid Would he be doing this? I know he was a baby But did he ever cry? Did Jesus wet his diapers Or were they always dry? Did he use a bottle Before he used a cup? Did Jesus throw things on the floor For Mary to pick up? Did Mary ever spank him? Does the Bible say Jesus scream and holler when things didn't go his way. I know he was a baby, but I wonder what he did when he was about my age, when Jesus was a kid. Did he have birthday parties? I'd like to think he might. But then I have to wonder, well, like, who did he invite? Were there other kids in bathrobes who play tag the way we do? Was he bummed out when his birthday gift said Merry Christmas too? Did Jesus put on sunscreen or did he wear a floppy hat? Living in a desert, you can sunburn just like that. And he probably hated eating camel milk with mushy peas. Or can saviors just get out of eating gross things when they please? And he probably hoped his dad would let him have a BB gun. I mean, it's Father Joseph, you know, not the other one. It's not like it's a war toy, Jesus wouldn't hurt a flea. And he'd never point at anyone, he'd be as safe as me. And if his mother... 
Once again, the links to Peter, to his Songs to Chew podcast, to the video with that song, When Jesus Was a Kid, and to the uncut 11-minute interview with him are all on northernspiritradio.org. We're going to stay in California to visit with the wonderful singer and songwriter, Leslie Evers, as she shares one of her songs about Christmas, the only one today, including a portion of the song in Portuguese. Leslie, welcome back to Song of the Soul. Thank you. I'm thrilled to be here. How can we let the years get by? It's been uh, over a year since I've talked to you. In any case, how have you been? I've been great. I've been uh, working on a new record. I've been spending time with my family and friends. I've been traveling a lot to New York for recording. It's been an unexpectedly creative period over the last year or two. COVID did not completely eat my life. It could have and it was it was hard but some stuff came out of it some really good stuff just so folks know if they go back to July of 2020 that's when I did my interview with you Leslie people can listen to it i've got that linked along with this program in fact we did in that song of the soul interview nukamais desespera yes very good desespera yes. By the way, I don't remember. Why do you have this phrase in Portuguese in the song? You're not Portuguese. No, I'm not Portuguese. I don't speak Portuguese. The song was conceived of by my producer and friend, Ed Johnson. And he's a choral director. And he had the idea. He wanted to write this Christmas carol. And he had kind of a, li a line to start it out. So I wrote the rest of the lyrics and work with the music a little bit. And he wrote the music and work with the lyrics a little bit. So it's a true co-write, but he's mainly the music part. I'm mainly the lyrics. 
He is a great Brazilian jazz aficionado. He writes in that Portuguese Brazilian jazz vernacular and loves it. That's his jam. The musically, it's in that style, and so we use the phrases also, which were translated by a friend. It's about we're going to be free from despair. I'm not sure if the world felt in despair before the arrival of Jesus on the earth, but for a lot of people, getting to know Jesus, having that feeling, that change in our lives, is a freedom from despair. Was the idea about that, was that Ed's or was that yours? that like Christmas being that transformation. The idea there is then that hope obliterates despair the way that light obliterates darkness. But that's the phrase that Ed found. And then I mined it further. And it's performed by the Griffin carolers. When you sing this song, do you feel the transformation from despair to joy? Never have despair again. Well, the part of the song that transforms me when I sing it is not the repeating of those phrases, nunca mais desespera, which is never more despair, or no more despair, and desperar jamais, despair no more. It's the chorus that inspires me to feel, because I believed, I believed it as I wrote it. So when I sing it, or when I repeat the words, it reminds me of the truth that's in it. And that makes me feel really good. So that's a great question, actually, because certain parts of certain songs affect us, right? And maybe some people hook into different parts of different songs. But for me, it's the chorus that, and I think that when the choir sings it, their favorite line is the laugh of a baby that sweetens the air. That gets everybody. It doesn't matter who you are. If I can hand a phrase back to you for your life today, love is the law that will banish despair. I'm handing that to you, Leslie Evers. Thank you. As something that came from you that I knew could speak to you. I love it. I love that. I mean, I've suffered from depression. I know what despair is. I know that there's only one way out. There's different ways to find that way out. But ultimately... You have to grab onto whatever is reaching down to you and get out. And you sometimes can't do it alone. People say, well, buck up or whatever. That's hard. You need help. And the help can come from many places. It can come from within. It can come from without. It can come from others. It can come from a guiding star. It can come from some buried emotion. Anything. As long as you can get it. Well, folks, we're going to listen to a song by Leslie Evers, actually a co-write with Ed Johnson, a song called Nunca Mais Desespera, a wonderful song, upbeat song. It actually has the feel of a show tune from my point of view. It's the Brazilian jazz format. I hope this will lift your spirits this year and that you'll carry it to make a full year ahead that's full of light and love. Here is Leslie Evers, the Griffin Carolers, Nunca Mais Desespera. Thanks so much, Leslie. Happy holidays. In the chilly hour of a quiet town, the dark night began to fall. Then the stars came out over Bethlehem, the one brightest of them all. Brought joy, joy to Gifts upon the ground Do 
look up to the darkened sky till you come to the bright star. Look down deep down to your troubles now. Can it ever really be that far? To joy, joy in your That was Leslie Eversong, Nunca Mais Desespera, sung by the Griffin Carolers. It's the third out of six songs and guests here today for Song of the Soul. By the way, I believe that this is episode 500 of our program, all of them available on NordenSpiritRadio.org with links to our guests, both Song of the Soul and Spirit in Action, real world enriching music and activism, plus a place for you to post comments. Sometimes I feel lonely when I don't hear from you, and you can remedy that by simply posting a short comment on northernspiritradio.org. Also, if you wish and are able, support us with a donation. We're not in this for the money, but even with low expectations on our part, we need your help to make this sustainable. And also remember to support your local community radio station, usually operating on a shoestring themselves. The 35 to 45 stations that carry our programs can't operate the transmitters on hopes alone. So chip in as is possible for you, and I'll get back to our final three guests for our winter holiday special today, part two, with Spook Candy telling us about Santa's night off.
Spook, it's great to have you back after two and a half years. How you been? Well, you know, I'm doing fairly well, considering that we are right smack, hopefully at the tail end of this terrible pandemic. Right. So have you been getting out and touring a lot? No, I've been uh, I've been doing something that I um, am glad I've been doing. Well, I read the headline of an article about two weeks into the pandemic, and the headline was, when the pandemic is over, what are you going to say that you did differently? And when I was touring, I think my guitar came out of its guitar case in my house maybe once a month. Almost all of the rehearsing I did was in the green room, backstage at concerts, and almost all the songwriting I did was in the car on some highway somewhere in America. I changed my habit completely where my guitar doesn't even go in its guitar case anymore. I'm rehearsing every day. I'm going back and learning all kinds of stuff that I wish I had learned 20 years ago, filling in the holes, giving guitar lessons, taking real long walks and writing all kinds of songs while I'm walking around and, and loving it. As far as getting out and playing, just that's still very sparse right now. When we met back in March of 2020 for Song of the Soul, you shared a song, A Note to St. Nick. I, essentially, I'd say that the theme of the song is about what the world really needs as a gift, peace, world peace, right? But there's another song that you're going to share today for Song of the Soul, and this one is called Santa's Night Off. And the tagline in there is, your big fat man with his long white beard has come home. Have you ever been that? You're, you're a runner. You're not a big fat man, and you haven't got a long white beard. Were you just aspiring or something? This is a career path for you? <laughs> well, you know, it's funny because we're talking about two songs here, focusing on it on Santa's Night Off. But the note to St. Nick, I'm going to contrast these two songs. They're both Christmas songs, and they both are ostensibly about Santa Claus. It's pretty obvious that, as you mentioned, my song, A Note to St. Nick, is about what Christmas could be, you know, what the real gift could be. It could be peace. It could be harmony. It could be, you know, more than just health and the absence of war. You know, it could be good spiritual living. And that's pretty blatant in that song. So Santa's Night Off is on the surface about a fellow who has a job as a Santa Claus at a department store. And he's getting a little bit dismayed about all the commercialism and materialism of the holiday. But there's a little message undercurrent in there that also talks about what Christmas could be. And in that song, I'm saying there's a lot more to the spiritual journey than just materialism and commercialism that we can aspire to something higher and sacred. This song is really nicely upbeat. It's it actually harkens for me back to the 50s or maybe the big band era. It's got a little bit of bounce like that. And I could see Frank Sinatra or some of those people singing this song. But in this case, we've got Spook Handy singing it. That made me think right away. I mean, the name you go by, the spirits of Christmas past and present and future. So this, you're the spook of Christmas. Which past, present or future? Which are you? All three, but maybe more than any, the, the one we can aspire to, which interestingly enough might make you think the future, but really is the present. And stepping beyond the metaphor of Christmas, which is also real. Christmas is real, but it's also a metaphor. You know, we can aspire to a life of balance and harmony that takes precedence over our own personal needs. You know, selfishness is when you're asking for too much for yourself, more than you, than you actually need, but we still have needs. But getting beyond that, our needs can sometimes be subjugated to a higher principle. 
And sometimes what we believe politically or religiously or even intellectually can take a backseat to the desire for harmony. So I have this political belief. The guy sitting across the table from me has a different one. But we both breathe the same air and we both drink the same water and we both love freedom. So we can build on the harmony that we have between people and be a little bit less focused on the differences that we have, as beautiful as they are. I think that sounds like Spookandy's wish for this Christmas. <laughs> We're going to convey it through a song. Spook, it's great to have you back again. I've missed you. Hey, it's great to talk with you, and it's, it's always wonderful to be on your show. And here we are with Santa's Night Off, Spookandy, his website, spookandy.com. The link's on nordenspiritradio.org. Santa's Night Off. Go to it, Spook. Your stockings are hung, you're resting your head, but you best get your body back out of bed because your big fat man with his long white beard has come home. Fetch your robe, stoke the fire I brought champagne and pumpkin pie Your big fat man with his long white beard has come home I spent the whole week at Walmart With toddlers' tails on my lap Discussing their dreams about material things And all kinds of commercial traps Dress the turkey, he's dying to see well, Santa brought that boy of three Your big fat man with his long white beard has come home I couldn't tell the kids you better watch out And circulate vicious rumors because Santa's not mean like the old songs sing He's full of goodwill and humor Cut the tales about stocks of coal I see the good in every soul Your big fat man with his long white beard has come home You know, this may sound like one of those 1980s new age things But don't let that shock you I'm here to help you open your heart chakra your big fat man with his long white beard has come home. Your big fat man with his long white beard has come home. Now the fat man gig started wearing thin A day or two ago I started to miss my Mrs. Nicholas And thought that you might want to know This rent to saint's got one vice He likes his woman both naughty and nice Your big fat man with his long white beard has come home So deck your body with a wreath of holly Pop the cork and let's get jolly. Your big fat man with his long white beard has come home. Your big fat man with his long white beard has come home. 
Santa deserves a night off, and Spoo Candy gave it to him in that song. I hope you're enjoying the breadth of storytelling from today's sixth Song of the Soul guests as we leave New Jersey and go south to Texas to talk with Richard Paul Thomas. Richard, it's great to have you back. Just been, what, a year and a half since I've seen you. Has it been that long already? I know we communicate via Facebook from time to time, so I feel like I see you every day. So you're from Wisconsin, but you're living in Texas for a long, long time now. I understand that they actually hold Christmas in Texas, too, even though they don't have winter. Well, if you remember two years ago, we had Snowmageddon. Yeah. We had a huge winter for down here, so... And it's starting pretty early this year, too, so it's hard to say what's going to happen. Is Christmas for you different in Texas than it was in Wisconsin? Yeah, it really is. I mean, obviously, not the weather withstanding, but I mean, it just, just doesn't have that same spirit. I, I remember one Christmas season, it was in the 90s for a number of days. And being an old Wisconsin guy, that's a little hard to get in touch with. You know, your brain's looking for something else, you know. Is there anything culturally that makes it different for you, too? It's not just temperature, right? No, you know, well, the Santas wear shorts, um, I guess. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> kidding on that no all the trappings are the same for the most part it's just that it's it just doesn't feel that way well you're going to share a song for this do you have a lot of christmas songs you've written or seasonal songs and they don't all have to be christmas there's new year and there's solstice and there's everything else you know that's a whole genre i hadn't gone into i maybe need to start doing that more often (laughs) this is probably a song randy brown and i wrote this we just sat down one day and said you know have you written a christmas song no i haven't so we did Randy and I, we almost always try and become the figure in the song. So we both became this man in a rest home. And then from that, just little things started to come out. But once the title was set, all the other pieces kind of fell into place. You know, doesn't feel like Christmas, but there's a stocking on my door, a tree out in the lobby. I mean, all these things are there, but to that man, it, it didn't feel like Christmas just because his family wasn't around. You know, the song does start out sad feeling. And then, you know, right at last, you get to some happiness. You get those kids coming in. And of course, that makes all the difference. You've been down in Texas for enough decades so that maybe it feels like your family is completely around you. But there is family up in Milwaukee, right? Yes, a big family. And I just visited them a couple of weeks ago. You know, maybe if you talk about why it doesn't feel like Christmas for me, it's because my family isn't here. I don't get to see, well, my parents are now gone, but my brother and his kids. And as you know, because of our moving on in the years here, you know, we're, we're starting to become the elders in the family. You know, a lot of people are passing. And so that makes a difference, you know. It's kind of tough. So that, if, if you want to know the big difference, I guess that would be it. Just the people that you truly love and have been with you since you were born aren't accessible anymore. This could just be a sad song with a happy ending, but I think it's got one step further than that, that you went with the song, and that is you're advocating that people actually do the work to make it happy for everyone. Yes. Joy is the word. Joy seems to be a big word for you, or is this maybe Randy's word? No, this is my word, that whole ending and stuff. Randy and I got the first half of it done. But Linda refused to do the video if we didn't end it happy. So I had to end it happy. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, she said, I played it the first half and she just said, nope, not going there. She does that to me from time to time. Well, let's listen to Richard Paul Thomas's song. His website, by the way, richardpaulthomas.com. The link's on nordenspiritradio.org. And we're listening to It Doesn't Feel Like Christmas, only by the time you get done listening to this song, it will feel like Christmas. 
Thanks so much, Richard. You're welcome. Have a good one. Here we go. It doesn't feel like Christmas. It doesn't feel like Christmas, but there's a stocking on my door. A tree out in the lobby, lots of presents on the floor. It's snowing out my window, and it's sticking to the trees. It doesn't feel like Christmas when my family's not with me. I hear the sounds of laughter from somewhere down the hall. Their voices singing softly of their love for one and all. It's not that I feel lonely. It's not that I feel sad. It doesn't feel like Christmas. I miss the family that I have. Jingle bells always makes me smile. Let it snow all night long. Gentle souls dressed in holiday style. Many years have come and gone Well, I can smell the turkey When the nurse brings in my tree The pills are in a Santa cup See him riding on his sleigh She wished me Merry Christmas when she took the tray away It doesn't feel like Christmas Seems like any other day On the radio All alone in my chair Seasons come And seasons go Like a clock with no time to spare They say today is Christmas What's that sound outside my door? Excited little voices And my spirit starts to soar My room soon fills with laughter From every girl and boy At last it feels like Christmas And my heart is filled with joy I'm glad today is Christmas Sharing love and peace with joy Share your peace with joy Share your hope 
Richard Paul Thomas was guest number five of six for today's Song of the Soul Christmas special. All the guests linked, including my earlier full-length interviews with them on northernspiritradio.org. Richard told us that it doesn't feel like Christmas, and our last guest, Chris Haddocks, looks at the holiday from an unorthodox, or at least little explored, point of view. I'll let Chris Haddocks tell you about it. Chris, great to have you back. What, it's been since uh, June, July? But you've got a Christmas song. I was surprised. I mean, you just released your EP back March. There's this evidently a great reserve of music you've made before then? Yeah, this Christmas song is prior to all that stuff. I can't remember exactly when I wrote it. And I've written two Christmas songs, and this is one of them. How many songs in general, not just Christmas songs, that you have that weren't on your release from back in March? Oh, a lot. You know, I, I can't give you a number, but I did a show in October at my favorite little venue in West Virginia, and I realized that the whole first set was stuff that was not on my album. So I didn't really get to the album until about halfway through the second set. So that was kind of fun to realize that I've got a, <laughs> another album's worth of songs that I can pull out of my head pretty easily to gigs. If there's other musicologists besides yourself who want to track down your music, where are they going to find it? I think the link I sent you for this song is a SoundCloud link. And on my Bandcamp site, I have a few things. So my SoundCloud name is not Chris Haddix, though. It's Guyandot, G-U-Y-A-N-D-O-T-T-E, which is the river I grew in southern West Virginia. I put stuff up there, Mark, that's maybe not even (laughs) ready for public consumption. Demos, silly ideas, goofing around. I think it was the first place I ever started posting music. So there's stuff up there that I should probably go listen to again and see if I really want it up there. If people go listen with understanding, some of that's works in progress. We're talking to you about Christmas. When I interviewed you earlier this year, Presbyterian came up. So did some Jewish influence. I forgot exactly what the connection is there. Oh, just my parents. There was a little bit of everything. My parents were, uh, you know, raised me Presbyterian, but they were very much into transcendental meditation. And I have a lot of Jewish friends and the whole kind of questioning and always reflecting on scripture is interesting to me. And I I like that in the Jewish tradition and just always questioning and pondering and not just accepting it for the way it's written and raised to question things heavily (laughs) and to be thinking about them heavily. Well, this song, Just Go to Bethlehem, is words that go to Joseph about what he's supposed to be doing. I really do think he gets short shrift in the Bible in general. I mean, it's all about Mary, it's about Jesus, but dad, well, not so important. What led you to reflect on that part of the experience? I'll tell you, it was really just a challenge. The Christmas pageant director at our church called me one evening and said, hey, there's this song that I would like to use in the Christmas pageant. Could you sing it? And it's about Joseph's perspective. And it was a contemporary Christian piece. I can't remember the artist. So I listened to it. And the song was okay. The singing was beautiful. It was some, you know, very highly skilled singer, much more. And I immediately called her back and said, there's no way I can sing that song. That is just not something I can do. But I said, what if I just wrote a song that fits my singing style and kind of my storytelling style? And she said, okay, give it a try. And Mark, I probably wrote that song in 
30 minutes. It just kind of came out. I sang it for her and she loved it. And we did it in the church pageant. And if anybody remembers me for one song at church, it's for that song. (laughs) (laughs) Is this the kind of song that you sung in other places too? Like just recently, this last weekend, I think you had a performance at Gene's Place. You got a Christmas song on your plate. Did you do this one? Well, I had two performances this week and I did not do it at Gene's because Gene's is a very loud bar. But we have a new listening venue that opened up. We kicked off the opening of a new listening venue in town. And I did do it there. About 60 people in a very nice listening setting. And I thought, well, here's a Christmas song. Let me try it out. And it got a very good response. And I uh, just did it solo. And people enjoyed it. And I was reminded that, yeah, this is kind of a neat song. I like it. So this song is really about fathers stepping in on raising their kids, right? You know, and it's a big issue of our day. And 2,000 years ago, same thing. Yeah. And I don't know when I was writing it that I was really, I mean, I was just thinking, what was this guy thinking? I mean, he's, he's being asked to, you know, your wife's pregnant, not by you, just trust, just go, you know, and it'll all be all right. So the challenge to me was, you know, how do you write a song about this with lyrics that are more than more than what the story is? I mean, I really like the part about where Joseph's reflecting about, well, I've never known a king, you know, but I'm pretty sure they're not born in mangers. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is this is an interesting scenario. And, you know, he's kind of reflecting on, man, if this is true, this guy's going to have a rough go of it. Let's listen to it now, folks. Again, Chris, great to have you back. Our guest is Chris Haddocks. ChrisHaddocksMusic.com is linked on NorthernSpiritRadio.org. And we're going to listen to Just Go to Bethlehem. Again, Chris, great to connect with you. Oh, you too, Mark. Thank you so much. I really appreciate what you're doing to get the music out there a whole lot. And a Merry Christmas to you, and thanks for the song. You too, buddy. You take care of yourself. Just Go to Bethlehem by Chris Haddocks. I don't understand what is happening Why I'm sitting with Mary here tonight An angel came to me told me in a dream told me Joseph everything will be alright just go to Bethlehem like Caesar has decreed God will take care of you provide for all your needs push back the questions why don't get caught up in them just watch the evening sky I heard she was with some Lord knows I'm not the one I was hurt But didn't want to cause her shame The angel said to me Mary will birth a king God chose you to give him Jesus for a name Just go to Bethlehem Like Caesar has decreed God will take care of you Provide for all your needs Push back the questions why Don't get caught up in them Just watch the evening sky And go to Bethlehem I've never known a king, but it occurs to me, earthly king 
Kings aren't born in mangers in the night. He'll have a heavy load. He'll walk a troubled road. His earthly kings have grown accustomed to their might. Now in this lowly spot, this most unlikely lot, gathers quietly a miracle to see. Her role seems clear enough, but what I'm finding tough. Is discerning just what God expects of me? Just go to Bethlehem, like Caesar has decreed. God will take care of you, provide for all your needs. Push back the questions why? Don't get caught up in them. Just watch the evening sky and go to Bethlehem. Just watch the evening sky and go to Bethlehem. Chris Haddocks was guest number six out of six guests and songs here today for Song of the Soul. I hope you got something special and different from this assortment. Insights, amusements, even graces that you were little expecting. I do hope that the various holidays, including Christmas, were good and fulfilling for you. And I hope to see you here again next week for Song of the Soul. The theme music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it is called Song of the Soul. Check out all things Song of the Soul on northernspiritradio.org. Guests, links, stations, and a place for your feedback, suggestions, and support. Send your Songs of the Soul to me, Mark Helps Meet, via the info on our website, and join us weekly for Song of the Soul.